good day, and welcome back. Or for any first-time listeners, welcome to Making It Work, a show about doing what you can with what you have where you're at. In this show, we use personal stories of how people achieved their goals, no matter how big or small, by making it work with what they had at the time and growing from there. Think Bob Ross meets Bob the Builder, where happy little accidents meets the yes-we-can attitude. I'm your host, Michael Pluhacek. Father, husband, service member, firefighter, small business owner, and tinkerer. Now, as you all know by now, in these first 10 episodes, I really wanted to focus more on tips and tricks to help anyone who may be having trouble starting on working towards their goals. Whether it's because you were never exposed to certain principles or you're overwhelmed by your thoughts, this is definitely the place to be. Today we're going to talk about stacking the deck. Well, what do we mean by stacking the deck, Mike, and why is it important? Well, I'll tell you. Think about a Super Bowl winning football team. Is every player top of the charts in every position on the field? Or do they each play pro football and make millions of dollars a year for being great at their one thing? We all know the answer to that, and that's what we're going to dissect today. If you are going to change the world, it will be from leveraging your strengths. If you're going to achieve healthy relationships and inner peace, it will be from managing your weaknesses. Kyle Parton Full disclosure, I found this quote after a lot of searching, and I have not been able to find a background on Mr. Parton. But thank you for the words of wisdom. Frankly, these words just capture the essence and the purpose of this episode. In keeping with our traditions of introducing a quote and then providing a background and context on the individual who uttered those words, we're still going to do that. But we're going to review the story of Simon Sinek, for whom this episode is titled after. Mr. Sinek is a motivational speaker, leadership coach, and former advertising and marketing specialist and law school dropout. Simon uses the term stack the deck in his famous speech, 10 Rules for Success. He's a British-American born in Wimbledon, UK. His family had also lived in London and Hong Kong before settling in the U.S. He graduated from high school in New Jersey and started law school back in the U.K. After deciding this isn't what he wanted, he came back to the States and earned a bachelor's in anthropology out of Massachusetts. He began working for some New York-based marketing firms until, in his own words, he was successful, but felt empty. So began his journey on becoming a guide for others in finding their why, in living life in tune with their strengths, becoming better leaders of people, and just more fulfilled and genuinely happy. And let's put this into perspective. He acknowledged that his cognitive dissonance or the fact that his actions were out of tune with the beliefs he held at the time, was entirely an internal and personal issue. It wasn't that he was disadvantaged or had to come over, overcome any crazy adversity. He's just a person who saw that no matter who you are, where you come from, and what kind of material possessions you can acquire in life, you won't be happy and you won't reach your personal goals without being true to yourself and doing some hard self-reflection on what it is you're truly after in life. Simon has a special place on my bookshelf. As far as my memories serve me, his words in his speeches 
are what started the genesis of my obsession with reforming leadership and self-fulfillment. Now, of course, his views and concepts aren't without flaws, and they have a role and a place alongside a variety of other teachings. But this is where I was able to find my focus. Okay, so cut all the fluff. What does stack the deck mean? Let's go back to the pro football team analogy from the beginning of the episode. To be successful, to be truly successful in the big goals we have, we have to reframe our thinking. We have to take stocks of our strengths and our weaknesses, which go back and listen to episode two if you're having any trouble doing this. And then we have to surround ourselves with those who have strengths which complement our weaknesses and then work within our strengths. If you're in a position to delegate tasks which are primarily based on your weaknesses, then you have to learn how to release that control and trust others to get the job done. This is healthy for two reasons. First, because you can make much more progress and impact working in your strengths than blundering through a task that you're not well suited for. The second reason is because doing this, dedicating your time, effort, and focus on a weakness-oriented task will drain you. Pick any machine, operation, or organism that functions efficiently, and you'll see that each piece or part has a role. Wood is good for holding up the frame of your home, but it would be a terrible choice for an electrical conduit. It's just not made to conduct electricity. The muscles in the human body are great for helping you move or react to your environment, but they are nearly useless without your bones, with the exception of cardiac or smooth muscles, of course. The same is true in team sports, companies, schools, households, relationships, and more. Stacking the deck in your marriage or your relationship, or otherwise known as division of labor and responsibilities, is one of the most useful and effective ways to improve the function of your relationship. Maybe you aren't good at finances, but your spouse is. But you can fix the cars, mow the lawn, repair the house, and take care of the kids. Maybe your spouse or significant other can organize, clean, discipline, and schedule. Stack the deck. Leverage the best of each of you. Don't get yourself stuck in using a skill that is a working frustration. It will drain you. It might not get done in the best possible way, and you may be depriving your significant other of doing something that brings them joy and a sense of importance in the first place. So how do we stack the deck? Well, if temperature is a measure of thermal energy, and we either heat up or cool down based on our surroundings, how do we change our own temperature? Simple, right? We surround ourselves with those who feed our fire. If we want to earn more, accomplish more, travel more, start that business, run that marathon, or just get off the couch, hit that weightlifting goal or earn that degree, we need to surround ourselves with like-minded people, those who are working towards similar goals, and those who have accomplished the very goals we've set out to achieve. I'll give you a personal example, and I do apologize for those of you who have heard this from me before, but it's worth mentioning again. In just the pursuit of starting this humble little podcast, I allowed myself to get hung up on the tech and the media content aspect of everything for nearly a year. I kept coming back to the website's bare bones and trying to make something of it, but it's just not me. I tried making the Facebook group page, but just couldn't power through. 
and I thought that I had to have everything in place, everything perfect and live and ready to start. But I didn't. There are people out there who specialize in these realms. People who may share your passion and might be willing to do the work in the name of a good cause. Or just for cheap. Or sometimes, it really is more cost effective to pay someone to come in and do the work for you. So you can focus on your skills and your primary goals. Stack the deck. You know what your strengths are and you should know what your weaknesses are. Do the best to progress the weaknesses along as you go, but oftentimes, good enough is more than enough. In particular, when I started seeing these podcasts that had started up with little or no experience, no websites, no following, I found that the important thing wasn't having everything just right, it was just about getting started. I do a lot of woodworking and construction. Oftentimes, I obsess over the joints, whether it's wooden furniture joints, drywall mud joints, or trim miter joints. I always see a flaw, no matter how much work I put in. And then when the compliments come and the customer conveys how happy they are with the work, I realize I'm too hard on myself and hold myself to too high a standard. All the extra hours that add up from fixating on something that I consider a weakness and the customer didn't even notice. I promise this happens in your life too, and you can probably think of a few examples. But if we stay in our strengths, if we constantly find ourselves surrounded by a supportive environment, people that want us there, and we want them to be there, where our strengths are nurtured and utilized, we will find an exponentially more rapid progress towards our goals. If you want to start a product sales-based online business, but your primary strength is the physical creation of the products, and furthermore, the technology or the law of it all, like digital storefronts, product pictures, Facebook business page, Instagram, YouTube, legal company creation, tax ID, personal retirement setups, all that. If all of this actively frustrates you, reach out to others who have been doing it for a while and ask them how they got those things done and how they got to where they are. Probe. Ask them questions. When did you find out that you needed this in place? Were you okay starting with just this? Is there anything you would do different? What would you suggest I do if you were in my shoes? If they can help you or have a passion for some of these things, you've now added to your deck. If they refer you to someone else, you've now added to your deck. I hope you get the picture by now. Say you're trying to become a police officer or earn a degree or you want to join the military. Maybe you want to become a rodeo clown. Regardless, unless you are truly and completely striving for some novel, unknown goal, there will most likely be people who have gone through the struggles before you, and learning from them will help you stack your deck appropriately. You are an average of the five people you spend the most time with. This comes from the law of averages, or the outcome of any given event being likely to be the average of all outcomes. This theory, yes, it's more of a working theory than a law, has its exceptions, of course, but the general truth stands to reason. If we are what we surround ourselves with and what we feed our minds regularly, then those people and things that we spend the majority of our time consuming will lead our thoughts and our actions. 
So surround yourself with the right people, the right information, the right motivation, the right habits, and the right mindsets to improve your odds of success. All right, so we're going to close out with a short quote from the aforementioned Simon Sinek speech. I hope that you listen intently and you get something out of this. I'm at my best when I'm around people who believe what I believe. I know it seems silly, but um, I try very, very hard to sort of stack the deck, you know, to put myself in a position of strength. Um, so, for example, you know, somebody asked me just yesterday, have you ever had sort of a bad you know, engagement. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, not really. But it's not because I'm some sort of sort of genius or anything, anything like that. It's because I stack the deck. It's because I want to be there. I want to be around people who want me there. In other words, if I'm somebody's 10th choice, and like, you know, I'll probably turn it down. Um, whereas if I'm their first choice, they really want me there. And so I'm, I'm more likely to have a good engagement. They're supportive of me. I'm supportive of them. And so, um, yeah, I'm at my best when I when I stack the deck, when I choose to be in an environment where, where my strengths are, are there. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Making It Work. If you know anyone else who may benefit from this, please do share. There's no more powerful way to build a community than by word of mouth from a trusted friend. If you'd like to support this podcast and the educational videos on YouTube, please feel free to visit and support us through Patreon at patreon.com slash onebetter. That's patreon.com forward slash the number one better. Even small donations or monthly subscriptions will allow us to spend less time building or fixing things and more time showing you guys how to. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be humble and stay hungry.